Welcome back to Pancreas Pals, a podcast by diabetics for diabetics. I'm Emily, a writer and editor. And I'm Miriam, a licensed mental health counselor. We're just two women trying to live our best diabetic lives. While it might not always be easy due to the literal highs and lows, it always helps to have a Pancreas Pal to turn to. Hello and welcome to Pancreas Pals. I'm Emily, and this season we will be having a rotating roster of co-hosts. No matter who's sitting beside me in the hosting chair, we are still just two people trying to live our best diabetic lives. Every week we'll tackle a new topic from the diabetic perspective. Although we may offer tips and tricks, we are not medical professionals. However, we offer anecdotes and general thoughts on how to embrace a type 1 lifestyle on your own terms. It's not easy to do with all of the literal highs and lows, but it does help to have a pancreas pal to turn to. Hey guys, welcome to Pancreas Pals. Emily here, and this week I have two very special guests, Annalisa and Eric from Miles of Portraits. Welcome, guys. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Welcome to the city on this Sunday. Um, so I met these two crazy kids at YLC, a JDRF event. Um, all I do is plug JDRF, so... There's that another free one this week, guys. Um, they were showing their amazing portraits and their story about biking across Alaska. And I thought Annalisa's reasons for doing this, we'll get to you in a minute, Eric, were dope. So can we talk a little bit about how you, I guess first let's talk about, you know what, I always start this off with diagnosis stories. So first off, Annalisa, diagnosis story, <laughs> then we'll get to Miles of Portraits, go. <laughs> So I was diagnosed almost 10 years ago when I was 17, um, and I had the symptoms for like six months long without knowing that I had it, um, like all the textbook symptoms, but for some reason it took the doctors like six months to figure it out. Um, I spent three days in the um, ICU, and uh, I think my blood sugar was like so high that they couldn't read it on the machine. Oh my god. Yeah, so it took like three days to actually stabilize my blood sugar. Yikes. Well, head back to season one, episode one, and hear my diagnosis story and Christy's, which was somewhat similar, except she was in a coma for 12 days. But she made it out, so congrats for making it, both of you. Yeah, they told me that I could have been in a coma, like, with the blood sugar that I had, because it was, like, so high that they couldn't even read it on the monitor. She was also 17, actually, when she was diagnosed. Really? Um, Yeah, in New Jersey. So, I don't know. I always blame it on my doctors in Jacksonville for not catching me for a year, Mm -hmm. but... It seems like they're crazy kids everywhere. Yeah. Okay, so what about you, Eric? Uh, if was, you want to share, yeah, Of course. No, I was 16 and plastic. Like, I lost 15 pounds in, like, two weeks. <laughs> so I just remember all the kids, I went to an all-guys high school, and everyone being like, Dad, you look so skinny. And I was oh. like, for anyone that, you know, I'm six feet tall, I'm still skinny now. And so I was like, oh, what else is obvious? But then, <laughs> um, yeah, eventually this ended up going to the doctor and told him all my symptoms and I was in the hospital all of a sudden. What's kind of interesting is my grandfather had type 1 diabetes as well so I thought my parents should have caught it a little bit sooner because I had the classic like 20 water bottles in my bedroom constantly thirsty peeing every 15 minutes so they're all there so that's kind of one of the reasons I do a lot of advocacy. Yeah damn and I don't know the exact statistics on this but genetics with type 1 you're fine genetics with type 1 isn't people always think oh it's the kind that's genetic and it's like no that's usually type 2 so it's really interesting that your grandpa had it did he then he seemed to be a cool fine guy yeah (laughs) yeah I mean diving he lived to be 83 that's insane that's the difference if you talk to people who are like older 
he was definitely diagnosed in the era where he was told like every single decade that it was like surprising he was alive. Yeah. I mean, we're talking pig insulin and testing your blood sugar with urine, like all that sort yeah. of stuff. So like, they barely even knew about carb counting, you know, until way later. You so. had to like go to the hospital to get your finger pricked and. So the fact that I was diagnosed probably six months later, I was on the pump. It's like such a truly hashtag blessed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For sure. Okay, so now that we got those uh, very important stories out of the way, let's talk about Miles' portrait. So how did that come to be? So should we go into like? <clears throat> um, so I started bike touring about. 12 years ago when I was a teenager my mom signed me up for this organization called Teen Treks and they put on like um, self-supported bike trips for teenagers Um, and so the first trip that I did was uh, Buffalo to Toronto and just the idea of like using your bike to go long distances was something that I like that never occurred that you could actually do that (laughs) to me Um, so after that trip I just like was obsessed with the idea of biking across America I just heard that it was something that a lot of people did um, so two years later, I um, signed up for Team Trek's uh, maiden voyage across the country um, from Seattle to New York. Um, and then, so that was like basically the highlight of my life at, as my like 16-year-old self. Truly <laughs> I mean, <beat>. seriously. <laughs> it's like all I ever talked about, just never got tired of talking about I mean, it. That's so cool as a 16-year-old to even be allowed to do that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I come from a very different household yeah. and Jacksonville's a scary place, mm-hmm. but like I'm surprised Damn. I was able to do that as a 16-year-old. Power to your yeah. parents. I mean, yeah. you seem very trustworthy. So, for all the listeners out there, she yeah. seems dope. Check her out. <laughs> that sounded creepy. We're going to work on that. I'll work on that. Go ahead. So, uh, fast forward about, like, six years later in 2014. Or, I don't know, seven years. I can't do math. Um, anyway, 2014, uh, my mom passed away from leukemia complications, and just, like, seeing her in the ICU, um, I spent, like, three weeks straight just with my dad, like, sleeping in the waiting room in the ICU, and just, like, seeing her go through that, like, nightmare just made me want to take advantage of my own health and, like, ability to do something crazy like this. Like, despite having type 1 diabetes, I was, like, healthy and able it's a very important yeah. distinction. I feel like a lot of people are like, you have a chronic illness, you can't do a lot of things. Yeah. And you were literally like, wash me. <laughs> and I think that's amazing. So thank you. So then um, out in Alaska. Yes. So sorry, there's like so many bike trips until Alaska. <laughs> but anyway, like, Eric, come on, I want to talk. Eric and I eventually <laughs> biked across America. Um, a few years later, um, a layoff kind of enabled me to do it, um, and Eric and I had been talking about doing it for a while, so we um, embarked on the Transamerica Trail from Yorktown, Virginia to Seattle, Washington. That's where I ended up, and Eric actually ended up going down up to Vancouver Island and then down to the down the West Coast. Um, but that was the first bike trip that we did together, and then this past summer we biked uh, across Alaska and took pictures of the people that we met along the way. And there's some really cool people on there. Um, We, YLC, got to see a little bit of a preview of that, which Mm -hmm. the magazine you guys were on, or book, oh my god, my grandma's painting's on. Um, (laughs) We'll leave it, sorry grandma. (laughs) No, it's still falling, it's like really falling. Just, here. I'll just prop it up. Yeah, just prop it up. Grandma's a dope painter. Um, Maybe one day I'll post a picture of it in house of it. But, um, so the, yeah, no, she's dope. 
Thanks, man. <laughs> she's like 96, so I don't think she's listening to this right now. But if you are, hey, Grandma, I love you. Um, so the magazine or book, what are you guys referring to this? Not a magazine, because there's going to be several. Okay. Yeah. So magazine sounds right. Um, so that's coming out in November. Details to follow on that. Mm-hmm. But... Eric, what made you want to... Ha- I mean, clearly, Annalisa's had this really cool, overarching story about biking. What's your take on it? Like, you were just like, here, let me bike across the world with you. Kind of. <laughs> um, no, I think it was just... I wanted to get outside of New York, New Jersey, uh, and just see the country at the time. And I had... I think what surprised most people is I hadn't been on a bike at all before any of this trip. Like, I legitimately... Built my bike, and when I did that, I put my handlebars upside down, which I didn't know was possible. <laughs> it was just hipster. You're so hipster. Yeah, exactly. Leading, leading the trends. And what started out as a three-month journey, I think what you discover when you're on bike is just, like, how happy you are every single day. Like, the amount of kindness people are showing you, the amount of, like, adventures you're having. And so that's where, like, a three-month trip turned into a six-month trip, which turned into, like, a year-long adventure. And so when Alaska happened, it was like, yeah, of course, let's make this happen. So... Backing up for a second here, and I don't know if you want to get into this at all, but you have a background in environmental stuff, correct? Yep. So, before biking. So, is any of this, like, trying to reduce your footprint or anything? You seem, like, very into that kind of stuff. You're like, no, I just like biking. (laughs) Yeah, I'd say it's a little bit more on just liking biking. I mean, I think it's... (laughs) I can edit that out. (laughs) You're like, hot damn, you're... You're trying to pull things here that are not No, happening. keep it authentic. I mean, here in New York, I would bike to my work, so I used to live like It's so dangerous to bike in the city. I never do it. It's, it's I, a nightmare. You couldn't pay me. It's, it's a wild time, but you know, it's fun. I mean, fair to say, fair to say. <laughs> Take your word for it. Um, I think what the bike offers, not really on like the carbon footprint or anything, I think it really is that like amount of engagement you get just because you're so vulnerable. See, the bikers that I see are usually flipping people off, but <laughs> that would also be me if I was biking in Manhattan. So that's, maybe I'm doing a service by not biking in the city. Yeah, biking know. in the city versus, like, getting out in the countryside, so yeah. different, obviously. So Alaska seemed like the most beautiful place ever. Mm-hmm. Definitely made me want to go visit. Um, how many miles total did you guys bike? Do you know? The whole journey was a 1,000, mm-hmm. but there were some train rides at the beginning at the end. Okay, we can keep that a secret. All of you listeners out there, it's a secret between all of us. Um, dope, dope, dope. It's cool. But, I mean, we'll, we'll link to a lot of the pictures and maybe we can do something where the pals can see, um, can see some of the goods. But it is truly breathtaking, the journey that you guys took. And you were straight up camping and just doing all these things that I feel like a lot of people don't realize you can do with type one. Um, I've been guilty of that when I was first diagnosed. I thought it was such like a, not necessarily death sentence is the appropriate word, but just like a stamp on me being like, you can never do anything spontaneous or fun ever again. And yeah, maybe I'm not the most spontaneous of people, but I wanted to have that option. Um, And I think you guys really proved that differently prove that wrong so I mean what was the you had to pack for months and months worth of supplies and you were out in the middle of nowhere what was the scariest part for both of you also just to back up about like having diabetes um after (laughs) (laughs) just um just back to diabetes (laughs) 
um, just what you were talking about before, um, thinking that you might not be able to like go on such a large trip. I just remember like so many people um, asking me after my first bike trip across the country if like I would ever do a big bike trip like that again. And I always like answered with the same like answer I would always just be like oh it just seems like it's too big of a feat to do with the disease and it would like be too much of a hassle so I'll just like stick with short trips um but yeah that's actually like one of the reasons why I biked across the country again was just like to challenge myself um but I feel like yeah Eric and I really figured out a way to do it um on the first bike trip across the country I mean excuse me on the second um
Thank you. Like, you would be surprised how long the difference is without a refrigerator. Really? Yeah. Damn. So we ate healthy. I mean, like, what? How did you? What were the carbs that you were consuming? Because you're working out constantly. You're biking however many miles a day. Question sidebar: How many miles a day did you average? Do you think? Alaska is probably closer to like forty or fifty. So okay. we tried to take it slower since. It's we were true. doing the magazine, then also I was also filming, and so mm-hmm. our days were slower. Oh yes, filming. <laughs> you should have seen Eric. Like he had a proper tripod on his bike that he was carrying for the. Yeah, like the, you just saw the trailer, but like every single shot, if you see both of us, it means a tripod and a camera is left behind somewhere. Really? So there's like all, <laughs> all of those shots are either like Annalisa biking and I'm flying a drone. <laughs> Or, like, Classic. we're biking, like, that opening shot of us going across the bridge. Yeah, and if people true. see this, like, I ended up biking across the entire bridge to go get the camera again. Back uphill. <laughs> <laughs> Things people do for the gram. Damn. Oh, my yeah. God. Well, I guess for the magazine. But it was probably also for the Instagram. Let's so, I think it'll be a cool, yeah, like, behind the scenes. Because you used to for see sure. all the stuff. It's like, oh, wow, like... They must have had a nice film crew with them. It's like, nope. nope like, it's like, okay, Annalisa, I'll catch you in 10 minutes. Yeah. I mean, clearly a lot of things are done very low budget and end up great. That's what I tell myself. Um, but that's amazing. So as far as like back to eating, how did you, I want to know like you, cause you mentioned chia seeds or something like that. So you're doing all this cardio and biking and, but everyone's different everybody's different like for me when I do a lot of cardio I'll spike and then I'll drop really quickly but how are you maintaining that when you're biking like all day yeah I mean I think shooting (laughs) I think what's it means nice traveling with another diabetic because then like you definitely have more of an effort to work on things and experiment more but like as a relative point like we're working out six to eight hours a day that's very different like if you're going on a run or something that's a lot shorter so like when you're actually biking like I could eat 60 carbs an hour without bolusing that much so that's why I say like a lot of peanut butter a lot of like Cheerios like nuts all that sort of stuff you're just like constantly crushing it but then when you're off the bike like at dinner time I feel like we tried to have lower carb meals before bed which we didn't always do which is tough because you're so hungry <laughs> yeah I mean you can burn probably three to four thousand calories a day. Yeah, same. But um, <laughs> like, sitting at my desk. <laughs> That's insane. There was this one night that we had, like, we made quesadillas, and I think we just, like, put so much cheese in them that the next day, like, <laughs> we were both, like, 350. <laughs> we just felt awful. Oh, my God. But well, once we started biking again, it's like, we felt all that better. fat from the yeah, cheese delaying it. Exactly. It's like, there's so much. Because to me, and this is probably wrong, but I've only had it for four years and this is what works for me. I mean, cheese is very low carb. So, at least in my life. I and remember being diagnosed and like being told what the free foods were. Yeah, cheese and like is one of the, yeah, for me. free food. I know technically and then I, it's not, but it still works. That's for like me, so all don't I eat. Don't eat like yeah. half you, a pound of it. Really shouldn't. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Listen, I know. Okay, That's I'm like, talking about one cheese stick. Okay, let me live my life. That was like our quantities. Like, a quarter like a half pound, a, a half a pound of cheese. Like, we yeah. would go through those blocks of cheddar cheese. Like that sounds so like quickly. a dream. Also sounds like it would wreak havoc on your stomach. <laughs> but you guys do you. I mean, whatevs. As um, long as you eat it, like, earlier in the day. Like, we can eat whatever we want. Like, as long as we just get on our bikes immediately. <laughs> and just don't <laughs> like, think about right it. Right afterwards. 
Yikes. Well, you are in the middle of nowhere, so I guess yeah. whatever's left behind is left behind. That's why but, it's hard at night, because, like, we go to bed and our bodies are so used to, like, biking all day. Yeah. That they're just like, what are you doing? And then I imagine you yeah. start biking. And then we're, we're beeping, like, the whole night. Yeah, I don't know how you guys spent so much time together and slept, because that's, like, a big thing. Yeah, I mean, well, People always ask me, they're like, would you ever date another diabetic? And I'm like, I want to sleep. That's, like, my biggest, <laughs> like, better not. Like, I don't know. So, I guess staying together for five weeks, what was it? Mm-hmm. Something like that? And beeping all the time? We both have, like, a terrible habit that neither of us wake up to any alarms. Oh <laughs> <laughs> so, this is sounding more and more dangerous to me, the fact that yeah. you're both out there, and if something were to happen with food, neither one of you would have made it. Let's make that clear. I mean, maybe you would have. That's not nice of me to say. Like, whatever. Well, I wake up from, or at least I wake up from lows. It's the highs that, that like, okay, I don't yeah. wake up from. So, then that yeah. damage is done later, usually. So, it's like, whatever. But, I mean, that would be my biggest fear. Mm-hmm just two diabetics out there I think it's just alarm fatigue also like we're just so oh. used to hearing it that it's yeah. just like works its way into our dreams oh we don't wake I've up had some it. weird dreams <laughs> like where all of a sudden beeping's coming from like whatever is going on but also my college roommate that's a whole different story never mind but um <laughs> yeah I mean alarm fatigue is a thing and that's why I a change up my alarms a lot and b well sometimes if I just need to sleep I'm going to set my high for 250 and just yeah. say, fuck it. Sorry, like, buddy. I need sleep. Like, at the end of the day, I'm going to be running high for, like, a week because yeah. I'm so stressed out and haven't slept versus running high one night because yeah. I really needed, like, a good 10 hours. Like, hopefully it doesn't happen, but I've been there. And if you're doing that for however many weeks, I feel yeah. like you're too tired anyways. It's pretty interesting as, like, half the trip I was looping which is like the do-it-yourself artificial pancreas and so overnight my blood sugar was almost automatically getting corrected and that was like a huge that would have pissed me off if I were you. Break okay, cool. yeah a huge breakthrough in <laughs> terms of... <laughs> now that you guys can gang up but yeah I mean like the fact that it's like we even if you're just like slightly wrong like we would wake up and I'd be like oh Lisa my blood sugar is 100 she's like great I'm at 300 it's like yeah. But from an athletic standpoint, it's such a huge difference. Because, like, if your blood sugar is 300, we should be eating right, like, right when we wake up to get everything started. And so if you're 300, you don't want to eat. And that... then you're trying to bike on top of that. And so it's, like, pretty exciting. It sounds really... If like, things hey. can correct themselves <laughs> while you're sleeping, like, you get so much more, like, done right. in the day and just feel so much better. So what pump are you looping with? So I have a... Yeah. So it's about looping? <clears throat> looping overall uses the older Medtronic pumps. Okay. So the 515, the 522, and the 523, or the 7, which is just the larger. But, yeah, so it's like the well, community... Well, haven't been on Omnipod. <laughs> yeah, he has a shirt with that written on it on the back. Yeah, because... Oh, ma- what? <laughs> okay, so many okay. people ask. Yeah. So it's just like there was, um, like, a small hack that made it so people could get into these older Medtronic pumps, and then the community over, like... 10 years basically made a piece of hardware and all the software so like my smartphone controls everything that my pump does so it's like where commercial systems are going in the future and it's like very exciting but like i have that now that's can still that yeah never mind words are hard that's cool (laughs) moral of (laughs) so that clearly was a benefit to you while you were did that make you nervous at all that it would stop working and 
I think I have no. a lot of anxiety, what I'm realizing from this entire conversation. <laughs> Sounds like fine. it, but... Um... Like if you were to <laughs> he wonders looping. why I'm, like, sassy to him. Anyways, um, moving on. Yeah, if I were to start looping. But, so, tell me a little bit about the people you met along the way. Because the magazine is in about diabetes, per se. It's about the Miles portraits mm-hmm. and all the people you met along the way. And I imagine there's some interesting people in Alaska. And you'd be surprised how many diabetics there were. That was like my favorite part of your presentation. You're like, and this guy was diabetic. And so was he. And I was like, what? There's a lot of them out there. Oh my God. Living their yeah. best lives. Yeah. Truly. And I walked down the street and I could go the entire day without knowing. And then you see, I saw a girl wearing an Omnipod and she like lives across the street from me. Yeah. And it's a small world, especially with diabetes. Yeah. But, okay, so how many portraits are we talking sure. about? Sure. So, um, it was about, I think it's like 15 that went into the magazine, but there were more that you can see online. Um, and just to, to back up a little bit um, about Miles of Portraits, um, so riding, I think Eric touched on this a little bit before, but riding a loaded bicycle, like, people tend to stare at you a lot. <laughs> like, you're very vulnerable. Like, a bike literally has no walls, so... Like, people ask you so many questions about your journey and, like, where the hell you're going with all this gear on your bike. Um, so people, like, ask us our life story. So we decided to kind of turn the question around on them and take their pictures and share their stories. Um, so I guess we can go into, like, some of our... Yes. Um, yeah. Maybe, like, top two. Top two. Not to make you choose your yeah. favorite people. But, yeah, it might have to be top two. Sure. <laughs> Most um, memorable, maybe yeah. on top. That can be crazy people are memorable too. <laughs> well, if we want to talk about the diabetics, <laughs> um, very on the, niche podcast. Yeah, yeah very yeah, niche. We'll <laughs> um, there are these two men who are cycling in the opposite direction as us on um, on the Denali Highway, and um, we always stop to talk to them and ask them kind of where they're going and what their story is, um, and the, these two men were actually wearing um, type none, like JDRF headbands, and Eric had been talking to them for a while and, like, didn't even notice, but um, <laughs> then when I, like, rolled down the hill, because um, I'm usually behind Eric, um, I went out to shake Ryan's hand, and he noticed the, he was like, oh, a Dexcom, and it uh, turns out that his daughter is, like, the only one the the only looper in Fairbanks. Oh my god. Yeah. So that's like a really niche thing. Yeah. Like she must be the only looper in all of all Alaska. Alaska yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. So are you gonna go hang out with her sometime soon? Yeah. <laughs> we should have made a trip up there. Yeah. It's not too late. <laughs> but that's okay. So yeah. that's yours. Mm-hmm. Then Eric, who's yours? It has to be different. We can plug. So it's cool. Like putting everything on Instagram, and I think overall our community's gotten a lot tighter because of Instagram and so we were saying like oh we're going off to Alaska here's what's happening and I knew Abby Brow moved up there recently so I was like oh let's have a diabetic get together Abby Brow was part of Bike Beyond the Beyond Type 1 fellow biker fellow biker fellow diabetic biker to get in that nice niche category diabiker into it and so this woman Abra was like oh I really want to meet up with you guys but the timing didn't work out and so we're like biking around, we're leaving Denali National Park, and we're up in Healy, and I go into the grocery store, and when I come out, Annalise is talking to Abra, and she's like, oh my god, so it's, <laughs> she of course is a type 1 diabetic, so was looking for us because she knew she, we were kind of going to be out, and then of course in like a random small 
grocery store in the middle of nowhere, we bump into each other. Oh my god. And then, yeah, when we were leaving Anchorage, like, Aber hosted us, and she's from Barrow, which is, like, the most northern town in Alaska, which is one of the most, like, northern towns in the entire world. So she cooked us, like... Russia from her house? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nearly. <laughs> 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 so she cooked us halibut, and, yeah, it's just, like, one of those amazing... Oh my god, halibut? That's very specific, but great fish. Well, Alaska's, like... That makes sense. Right? Halibut season and mm-hmm. salmon season. We were there for that as that well. That is, I'm obsessed with salmon. So, so jealous. Okay, maybe I will make a trip up to Alaska. You met a lot of fishermen too. I could imagine that. I feel like it's probably heavily populated yeah. with those. It's like not a lot going on mm-hmm. up there. Anyone who's from Alaska, feel free to beat me up for saying that. Um, I regret it. I'll edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> This entire episode is me being like, yikes, why did I say that? Um, But to wrap things up and to put everyone out of their misery, um, thank you guys so much for coming on. Uh, If you guys want to check out Miles of Portraits, I highly recommend you do. We'll link to it on our website and on Instagram. But it's milesofportraits.com. And you can follow Annalisa on Instagram. I'll, I'll write out her word for you guys. I don't want it, her word, her name. I don't want to sit here spelling everything, but it's at Annalisa VD Berg with an H at the end. I hate myself. And then you can also follow Eric Dowds, which is literally at My Eric dear. with a K Dowds. Um, that's E-R-I-K Dowds, not with a K. It's not spelled out in there. I hate myself. Everything's okay. <laughs> um, and follow Miles of Portraits on Instagram at Miles of Portraits. And follow us on Instagram at pancreas, pal, pancreas underscore pals and at pancreaspals.com and on Facebook at pancreaspalspp because for some reason Pancreas Pals was already taken and I'm still salty about that two years later. It's okay. I'll move on. Um, stay tuned for another great new episode coming up. We still have a few more left of season four and we hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Thank you guys so much. Thanks for having Thank us. Thank you.